Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to episode 38 of caged in podcast as always i'm your host petros patsyllabus and let's have a little rewind back to 2004 and look at national treasure this film to many has made nicholas cage a national treasure in their hearts but before we get into it uh it's me and phil from those movie guys this week always check them out i'm sure me and phil get into that as well as many other things as nazi gold and whether i can drive or not they're just some of the things you will hear in this week's episode but before we hear all of those hijinks and stupidity whilst discussing national treasure i just want to say to you guys if you haven't please rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts or subscribe on whatever you do whatever you listen to podcasts on um and yeah, the the ratings and reviews go like, I just love to hear your guys' like feedback and stuff like that. You can always just like, email me as well and stuff like that. Um, everything is at Caged in Pod on the social medias and stuff like that. But please get on those rating, reviewing and all that jazz. You hear it on tons of other podcasts. Hit it up on the website as well, which is cagedinpodcast.com. Uh, it's a fantastic in my opinion website it runs really smoothly it's made by squarespace because um i listen to loads of podcasts and i just got suckered in and used the discount code from one of the many podcasts i listen to and yeah listen to other podcasts especially those movie guys as you'll hear phil is a um funny interesting character and on this episode we get into some real stupid shit surrounding this film and it's a whole lot of fun and one more thing before i let you go i nearly forgot again and that is that anagram hunter has provided us again with a fantastic anagram for this film and if you're not following him on twitter that's easy to do it's at thomas uh you should know how to spell it thomas by now underscore W, yes, that is the letter W, underscore again, and Hunter, as in the type of person who, like, gets animals for food or for, for pleasure. Those people are arseholes. Uh, the, the subject of animals for food is up for debate as well, but I don't know. I'm not going to get into that right now. The fantastic anagram he has provided us with this week for National Treasure is Leo in a restaurant. What could this mean, you may ask, and does this film answer that question? I think because I've seen this film before, probably not. 
But all I can think about is potentially this film was offered to Leonardo DiCaprio, the Revenant himself, the Jackie Titanic, bloody catch me if you can, maybe you don't want to. You know, Leo, sexy Leo, lovely Leo, the Wolf of Wall Street himself, was sat there in a restaurant with a studio executive, hopefully one of the good ones, not one of the dirty ones who tries to touch people and do disgusting, terrible, vile things. A nice one, or maybe one of the bad ones, and they, they, they just fancied a bit of him as well, and was sat there and they were like, hey Leo... We've got a got a little little project for you. It's called National Treasure. You play like the heir of a crazy family who are looking for some treasure, and you you got you got to go through all these like clues and go through. And he's like, oh. you know, who sounds perfect for that is this guy. Guy he collects a lot of antiquities and crazy things himself. Like he loves comic books. He's just a, he's just a real collector of of weird modern day treasures anyway and it's a bit of a kooky character oh who would fit perfectly for that role nicholas cage that's the guy i'm thinking of and whilst leo was sat in that restaurant with that shady or hopefully not shady studio executive some cogs were turning some lights were switching on in people's heads and they went that's bloody perfect we're gonna reach out to Nicolas Cage and and he ain't been in that much recently like maybe he's like the 90s he was popping off now he's kind of starting to simmer down a bit might be able to get him a bit cheap and they did it and we're going to talk about now what went on to follow so just kick back relax and let's get a raging with Cage so there's one thing that the action, swashbuckling, treasure hunting genre never knew it needed, and that was Nicolas Cage. And there's something the podcasting world, talking about Nicolas Cage, never thought they needed, and that is me, Petros Patsilovus. But to find the treasures of this film, that is National Treasure, I'm going to have to assemble a crack team. And I thought, there's only one man who can help me, and that is Phil of Those Movie Guys podcast. How are you, Phil? I'm good, Petros. Good. Good, good. Are you ready to... Uh, yeah, and I, I'm the technical one, right? That's, that's... If you're, if you're the... Yeah, definitely. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ben, Benjamin Franklin Gates. I'm, yeah, you're uh, there. Always... You're there. I could, I could see you hacking the laptops, getting into the surveillance systems. <laughs> it's... We're... Always the always the naysayer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm going headlong into this disgusting journey that is Nicholas. I'm in the. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm saying I don't think you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you can watch all of them. I like, but I think I'll get there. So hopefully, I will turn you round and you will be on my side for this as well. <laughs> um, we're currently missing our Abigail Chase. Um, we were supposed to have Joe on this podcast as well but he's unfortunate to make it. Um, apparently, he's trapped inside a uh, a treasure tomb that hopefully me and Phil, by the end of this episode, can unearth. He's already on a different treasure hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's trapped. He, he's, tra- he's trapped inside the tomb, and by the end of this episode, we may be able to find him among Tutankhamun's remains. So fear not, guys. We may find Joe after all. 
Um, you know, he might he might be in uh, stuck in El Dorado, the city of gold, <laughs> or uh, or swimming about in Atlantis in a nice little speedo. Um, <laughs> a nice so little had, speedo with that backpack. <laughs> had uh, had you ever seen this film yes. before, Phil? Yeah. Who the fuck hasn't? Um, yeah, I've watched it. Um, and I'm not going to say there's any reason why. I've watched it multiple times. Just, you know, it's on TV a lot. I, I like, there's something. I recommend this film straight out of the gate. Like, if you've got, like, a hangover and you're feeling just a bit crap, like... That's what I was going to say. That's just, one of the ones, it's, it's a known movie, so if I'm just, I can't make decisions on what I want to watch, and I, I see it, I'm scrolling through, and I see it, I'm like, put it on. Yeah, it's just so, it's just, it's something about it is, like, I, I I would say that this is Nicolas Cage potentially at one of his most charming. Like um, he's not too crazy. Right, he's yeah, just like yeah. there's something there's something about him that's just really endearing. And um, well, I, I mean, tell you, I'm a yeah, massive. You, you've done Gone in sixty seconds, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you did that. Uh, but for some reason, I'm thinking there's uh, thinking about Vinnie Jones's line at the very end where he's like, "There's an inherent nobility to it." Hmm. Yeah, and that's that's definitely something about Nicolas Cage's performance in this is definitely has an element of that nobility. And um, I'm a massive fan of the Uncharted games, and like this film, like for better or worse, just makes me want to play those games. Like it's just like I love that kind of I don't know. Like I imagine the lineage of this started with maybe like Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones like, that, like, like the Illuminati sort of like. Uh, hidden yeah, yeah, yeah. and things. Uh, and I, like, I, I don't know. Rem- last week Romancing I watched of the, the Stone. Code and I, and maybe it's a thing about puzzle movies I like, like trying to work your way through. Like I, I, I find myself always enjoying like learning random weird facts and trivia. Which, so like, which so we'll I, get into. A... Yeah, so I feel like I, I, I feel like I. That's why I like these types of movies. It's like I can probably yeah, figure uh, it out. And for random facts, uh, something we'll get into a bit more in this is Ben Gates, who uh, Nicolas Cage plays in this film, is full of fucking random facts. He's like an encyclopedia of fucking crazy American history. Um, I actually don't believe it's Ben Gates. I believe it's Nick Cage probably knows there's a random mountain of information. Yeah, but I think I think if it if it was like but if his this would be was weirder, not so much historical. Yeah, his would be like if there's clues in comic books <laughs> that were leading to a treasure, he would know, and like he would he would be like, oh yeah, I found in the tusk of this elephant skull <laughs> that I bought at an auction in 1986, there is like a scroll that leads us to some weird treasure that is the treasure of Kalel or something something crazy like right, that. No, um, did he have a, like a dinosaur in it? Like a dinosaur or a dinosaur egg in his house? He had a he had a skull Was that I skull? believe like Yeah, he had to like return it because the person who had sold it to him had actually stolen it. So like it's it sounds like the plot of a fucking national treasure film in itself. Like right. it's <laughs> I imagine his his house looks like the fucking like treasure room they find at the end of this film. Um, so, oh, shall spoiler. we get into? Yeah, um, I, I imagine if. <laughs> do you know what? Anyone at home who's annoyed at that spoiler, um, 
go fuck yourself. Okay, like, um, I don't know. Yeah, if you've been here with the podcast this far, I don't care. Just go fuck yourselves, guys. Um, so, Phil, let's start at the beginning, seeing as we've just ruined the ending. Um, this film starts in 1974 in a stormy attic, and we have a young Ben Gates uh, kind of rummaging around. And do you know? Do you know he's looking for Phil at all, or I, I don't recall. Is he just? He's just. He's just having a little little well, mooch about. I mean, and living in that family, there's probably all sorts of cool shit to go through. Yeah, it's like it reminded me slightly of like the attic scene in in the Goonies. Like he's gonna find like the fucking key to One Eyed Willie's treasure or something. <laughs> Him and the Goonies are out there. I want to see Nick Cage yeah. as an adult with the young Goonies going on a treasure hunt. Oh, that I, that would be fucking great. And you could get um, oh, what's the not Sean Penn? What's the Sean other Aston. pen? Is it Chris Penn? No, no, Chris. Pe- is it Chris Penn? You could uh, cast dead. him as sloth. Oh shit! Then you can't cast him as sloth. Uh, fuck. Yeah, Chris Penn. I think died like a drug overdose like years ago. Oh fuck! Let's put a bummer on that. Um, let's let's skip over that right. recasting of the Goonies. Then I mean, he could be sloth. Probably all bloated. Which is um, horrible. So, um, and he is startled by his grandfather, played by the great Christopher Plummer, Absolutely in great. like what the tiniest role imaginable. <laughs> like uh, he was in that, he is, and I think a picture. That scene yeah. in one picture. I think they couldn't justify having it, him in it any longer because, like, well, he tells a story to the young Ben Gates about um, the history of, like, his great-great-great-grandfather and how um, Charles Carroll was going to the White House and going to tell the um, president about a secret that he had but was just about to die and told... Um, Thomas Gates, the great 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 grandfather, the secret instead, and, um, and who was Thomas then, Gates? Was he just like a fucking stage stagecoach fucking writer? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just he wasn't like some historian so or anything special. He was just the closest guy to him when he was dying. I would imagine that to be like the fucking like the head of the FBI now needs to get to like the White House, um, and then in like. He's gonna die, so he just tells a fucking cabbie. Like, uh, Uber, you know I mean? like, Uber driver, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> or he's in a hospital and he's like to the to the janitor walking by in the hallway, like I have a, <laughs> I have a very important secret that's of the utmost importance for you. You need to know this. Uh, it's so so, so, so strange, the, like just. Well, I mean, I get you got to pass it on to somebody, or else it's fucking yeah, dead. And it, it was a different time back then as well. Imagine now you just send a text message. But what I don't understand is, there was so if he never said the secret lies with Charlotte, right? He never said that. There's no fucking clue. There's a million other clues in this movie. That's the only clue is a verbal passed down through the generations. Yeah, that's um, seems kind of odd. Yeah, that would have been written some. You would have hoped you, that would have been written somewhere as somewhere. well. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But somebody had a tattoo, maybe. You know, they have his hide, and they can see, like, you know. But like, just our last hope is that if this motherfucker dies, nobody knows where it's at. I don't think the Masons yeah. were that dumb. 
Yeah, that's uh, you found a vital flaw in this film that I had not. Uh, one flaw. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been the it would have been the linchpin though to make the whole that would have been the card on the bottom of the house of cards. If that had gone, the whole thing would have tumbled down and it would have just been nothing. There would have been there would have been no film, there would have been no treasure, there would have been like Ben Gates would have grown up to just be like I don't know an accountant or something. Uh, I, like the, I, I, uh, but, I like the idea of him trying to like tell this guy the super story. Of this guy's like everybody else that apparently hears the story is like that's bullshit. He's like yeah whatever. And then there's a whole National Treasure movie with some other guy who found the actual real clue and started the show. <laughs> like, okay, you have that whole amazing. intro with Benjamin Gates' father, or the great grand, or grandfather, or whatever, the riding coach, or riding, riding a, like a stagecoach, riding this guy, and he died. He's like, that sounds stupid. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, Bunch of treasure and stuff. I'm a fucking poor man. That sounds like a really good thing to tell somebody, but I don't have anything to help you with. Yeah, and uh, so he tells him this story and um, all about the Knights Templar and the Masons, and then it's interrupted by John Voight with possibly the worst fucking... Like makeup to make him look like he is younger. They use a little spray, little little hair dye. Yeah, a little bit of just for men. But not much. much. Yeah, yeah. He didn't overdo it. He didn't look like those dudes that use like the jet black just for men. It's like come on, you're not fooling anybody. It's like a kind of like dust, dusty blonde. They've given him. (laughs) But that, yeah, that was silly. He reluctantly comes in, and he's like, his his whole like his angle, like throughout most of this film is like, I've, I'm done with the treasure hunting. That's a load of like bullshit. And says to his son, like, just forget about all of that. Just get on with your life. Well, and then, what I never got is why the fuck can't why can't Ben Gates sit in the attic with his grandpa and have a conversation? Why did Dad come up there and be like, "You're crazy. Get out of here." I don't, like, yeah, it just—it wasn't an emergency for him to be up there messing with grandpa and you know grandson. Maybe there's some some other things you don't know about the uh, Gates <laughs> the history Gates that gra- grandpa's up to some they fucking shady shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a fucking like Papa Gates knows all about Grandpa Gates's wandering <laughs> hands and was like, "Fucking get him away from the kids hands. now!" <laughs> yeah, 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 like. He's in the fucking attic with Ben again. Get <laughs> like the wife's like fucking get him. Somebody get him out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like you know, what he fucking did last Christmas. Get him out of there. Um, sorry, not not to make light of pedophilia. That is a, uh, but it happens, guys, and it's fucking terrible. Um, and um, so we zip cut to years later, and who was that little boy in the attic? None other than fucking. Nick Cage and he is like riding these like they look fucking cool those like kind of like um oh, yeah. snow plow like truck machines yeah 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 just fucking plowing through the fucking I like I didn't understand why they, rode par- or why they were parallel instead of one going through the tracks of the one in front of them like everybody would go down a trail yeah, I just think cinematically it looks fucking like we, baller, doesn't it? Like, and, drive and the, there's no, there's no <laughs> roads up here. We don't, where we're going, we don't need roads. 
They do the classic, like, Fast and the Furious. Like, um, instead of having, like, an intercom system, they just, like, shout out of the window to each other, and they seem to always manage to hear each other over right, the revving right. engines. In no, yeah, yeah, come in, on. In massive amounts of heat because they're in the Arctic. Yeah, yeah. still invests. Um, sorry, that's uh, um, that's just uh, an aside to Fast and the Furious and Vin Diesel always being in a vest. Um, but they manage, like, they're trying to find the Charlotte and they've found out it is a boat or a ship, uh, a, nice, a nice old pirate-esque ship. Um, and they find it pretty fucking quickly. Like, it is, like... A matter of mere seconds. Well, I mean, somehow from... they have an exact location, so they just have to wander around a little bit, which blew me away. Yeah, but like, I don't know what they said. If, if if Ben's calculations are correct, it should be here. Like, what what fucking calculations? And like, like, what I kind of like about the film is like, they kind of don't really. It doesn't really need any like background on any other characters. Like, they are kind of like. It's very clear to see straight away who is who. Like you've got fucking what? Sean, a uh, see, oh, seen Bean looking what? fucking terrible to be honest with that like weird blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, kind of sexy. Um, I thought Nick Cage looked good though. <laughs> kind of had some like yeah, he did. In his hair and he didn't look bad. But yeah, they really said it because like Nick Cage, like I think his first line is talking about how whoever the fuck they were. Were the first person to explore that area on like dog sled and shit like that. So he's the smart one, and then the other guy's like, yeah. or Sean Bean's like, it's really quite amazing. So he's the he's the backer, and then they're like, Riley, are, are you happy we pulled you out of that little no window cubicle? So he's the smart guy, and that's it. And then everybody else says dumb shit, so you know they're just goons. Yeah, but for the um, for the smart like Riley is like technically smart. Apart from that, he's he a laptop. fucking idiot. So he's yeah, 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 yeah. He's the one that knows that stuff. Yeah, and he is played by Justin Barfer, is it? Um, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, and and but like the what I mean by the way, he, they find it so quickly. It's not just that they find the ship; is that the exact oh. point where it like says the name? he? Yeah, it says the name of the ship. Yeah, it's, uh, he, it might as well he say went like. Metal detector found a one foot, one and a half foot little swatch that he went his hand across and poured water on. And this is the fucking name of the ship. He found this exact stern of the ship. Yeah, the nameplate. It was like bang. There we go. Like it, it couldn't have been just like he found a bolt. Do you know what I mean? Like, he'd found I mean, something else. If we else. dig around the side to realize if this is the right one, I think it's the right one, but we have no real proof yet, so I don't know. Yeah. Fucking Charlotte, right there, first. <laughs> bang, bang, what, like, straight in. Let's, it's Charlotte. Let's, like, not waste any fucking time. Well, I think time. at that point, uh, I'm like, we just need to get this rolling. <laughs> we had Grandpa and the yeah. Attic, we need to fucking actually, like, get this, like, <laughs> this puzzle Let's just... thing going. Let's just, just like Ben Gates himself, let's let the audience forget about the shady shit in his past. Like, the what? grandpa in the attic. Like, wait a second. <laughs> grandpa, they, oh, shit, the shit. They found it already. Awesome. <laughs> Moving on. And then they, they managed to find, like, um, they dig that fucker the out real fast. And brush it off yeah, the in there. really fast, too. They're fucking, they're in there. At least, yeah, like, I would have loved to have seen, like, it would almost be like, um, an episode of like 
trawler men like a kind of mockumentary of like them just working really hard just like moving all the snow do you know a what ton. i mean like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> they had the plows on those snow machines. They could, they could get the outside done. But there was, like, wood. He had to brush off that thing with his hand to be able to see the metal side. There was, like, actual timber you could see. Like, they, somebody was out there with a fucking, like, a broom brushing all the wood <laughs> down. Like, look at, how, look at how clean it is in here. They would never do that. They're just looking to get to a hole to get inside yeah. the ship where there's no snow. And then when they get in, they they're in the hold, and they just find that it is empty. There is nothing there, and fucking like it's almost like you know uh, when like you play uh, video games and you get like you always get like like on the 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 Batman games you get like a kind of like detective mode or something like that where like you can just <laughs> yeah like, fucking things pulsate that are important. Yeah, yeah, they glow orange. <laughs> right. Ben Gates is like the fucking treasure hunt. Like it, you can almost see What's the moment up with that where the barrel f- over there that looks out of place. Yeah, uh, it all of them look out of place. L <laughs> one, press L two, and <laughs> yeah, press for press L one, and then like oh, there it is, fucking that barrel. Oh, why is the why is the captain guarding this barrel? Or you just wander around the entire like hull of the ship and waiting for it to say square. Oh, yeah, square, investigate. Oh, perfect. (laughs) None none of these barrels worked until I walked by that one. That that one looked good. Oh, yeah. Ben Gates, he's got spidey sense about that shit. Yeah, yeah, he managed to find a, um, it's called a Michon pipe inside of the, um, well, it's a barrel full of gunpowder, as all the other ones are. Do you know what that is? What, a meat? The I mean, pipe? Yeah, I don't. I, I never. I don't know what that means. I know it's a pipe. I have no. I, I just don't know what. what I have no. Is, is it because it comes apart? Yeah, yeah. I, I, they say it with. I, I, I said it with as much confidence as they say it. I just. I, I'm <laughs> like just quoting. Well, no, I don't know. It just looks like a yeah. pipe. Is there? Is it because it comes apart, or is it because there's a secret cryptic message carved in the outside? What's the fucking deal? I, yeah, I just. Yeah, like, I don't know, they kind of, I think, I think what you do, what they do in this film is say stuff with such confidence that you're like... How do you spell it? Yeah, of course. I I don't know. I've got a a spelling that I have put down that is definitely wrong. Um, A Mishan pipe? Yeah, is it like a Mershaw? Yeah, like a... M-E-E-R-S-C-H-A-U-M. Was that close to your spelling? No, nowhere near. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it's a smoking well, yeah, pipe made from the mineral sepalite. German, for, oh, maybe. German for foam of the sea. Hey, hey, you're fucking... You and those German lessons, Phil, they're oh, coming right, in handy. Doing it. <laughs> um, oh, you, it's, and uh, in it's very porous, so you can carve very easily into it. Ah, oh, there you go. That's why that that that, that okay. that's why they used it yeah, it's, because it's, okay. inside there is a hidden meaning. You learn something every that, day. Exactly. Yeah. Um, th- there is a hidden message amongst like this pipe that once you like, oh, it's, it's a pretty brutal uh, moment for like a kid, like essentially a kids' film, where like um, Nick Cage just fucking like hacks at his thumb with a like. 
just slices his thumb open with a knife. So well, like I need, I need bloody some liquid here. I need some ink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like surely something else. That would take me probably at least five minutes to say. I think blood would be a decent ink. I'd be like, man, there's gotta be something here we could use. Like maybe lick my finger and put it in the gunpowder and put that on it or something. I, I don't think I would got... immediately go to cut open my body. He's got he's that's thing is he has got a And he um, never bitches about the fucking cut open thumb again. I have a cut from like that, a week ago on my thumb that <laughs> fucking still stinks when I do dishes and shit. He's got a uh the thing is he's got a notebook but he seems to not like does he not have a pen? Or is he just always writing in blood? Um how <laughs> he takes all his notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got a fucking well, quill. Well, what bothers me the most about this whole fucking thing is he found Charlotte, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no problem with John Voight now. Because if Grandpa got the same message from great-grandpa that was secret life with Charlotte and great-grandpa didn't do nothing, grandpa didn't do nothing, John Voight spent most of his fucking life until Bill Gates was born and a young kid doing this and then he finally fucking quit. He's like, dude, there's like 80 years of time invested in this and, and then Nick Cage becomes an adult and decides to search for it. It took that fucking long, and they still only got... He, he's the one who found the message from fucking 100 years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get they're a bunch... They're either inept, or fucking John Voice is like, I get it, dude. Fuck this. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna have a house. Um, it's, it's insane to me that, like, yeah, John Voice doesn't seem like such an asshole now. He's like, they're fucking stupid. Dad's just for this for his entire life. <laughs> Nothing. He still was stuck on and lies with Charlotte. Like, what could it mean? What's the meaning behind it? And within this, like, pipe, they find a message, and it is a riddle, and it leads them, like, again, so fucking quickly, he figures out this riddle. Like, it's in, it is actually insane. Like, I... He's working through it. Um, The goons were no help. Yeah, yeah, they're they like iron fucking He's like prison, like yeah, prison. because the founding <laughs> fathers called the called it a penitentiary or pen for short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> but he quickly divulges that the map is on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Uh, if, he, if, he, um, if he spent twenty years of his life looking for Charlotte, he should learn a few other things. So I know I, I don't doubt that, but he can come up with some sort of answer pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just um, so, a lot about those guys. For any of our listeners who don't know Phil, could you please explain to us now that we know that the map is on the back of the Declaration of Independence, what exactly the Declaration of Independence is? It's treasonous. Okay. <laughs> it was a declaration of independence from um, the tyrannical rule of the King of England. Oh, uh, that's that's made things a bit awkward now. Uh, oh God! Luckily, and, uh, luckily that. Uh, you know, and honestly, if you want to know another secret, I have an ashtray outside of my house on my porch. It's a big uh, silver plaque, and it's the Boston Tea Party. Amazing. So, uh, uh, fuck you okay. again there. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's pretty much just declaring that there's a unified, uh, the colony kind of unified into a, a group and saying that we're de- we're declaring independence from um, our governing British. body. 
Yeah, fuck those British scum. Um, well, that happened a lot around the world, though. I think, yeah, I think Britain have the smallest landmass, other than Rome, have the smallest landmass with the largest amount of, like, control. Yeah, colonization. Yeah, yeah the Roman a... Empire was pretty big, considering how small fucking Rome is. Um, yeah, it's, England, uh... England's right up in there. Britannia. Yeah, we did... We did some shit. I'll tell you that for sure. We were fucking around. The whole world out there. Why just have this island? Um, And then things go south pretty quickly, just like they did with the British and the Americans, between um, essentially the British and the Americans. Because (laughs) Sean Bean is like, I'm going to fucking steal that Declaration of Independence. And uh, Ben Gates is like, I don't think you are. That's uh, not a very wise move Silly. to do. It's crazy talk. Like he was, he almost then, gave up on it. He was like, he was that close to uh, a couple sleeping pills and a shotgun in his mouth. And <laughs> Sean, Sean Bean's like, or Ian was like, well, I don't, I don't think so. you can't do it. And then he really, really jumped on. Well, you're staying down here then. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you like, guys are friends. I reckon the thing is, I like Ian. I reckon has had the, this plan all along. Um, Eventually, they want to dump Yeah, well, he's 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 got the aesthetic of a kind of eighties villain, like with that kind of like blonde hair, always wearing like he wears the most ill-fitted suits in this film. A lot of the time, it's just something about him. Just like and his I'm like, his goons pull out guns real fast too. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they look like they've just walked off, like him and his goons, that they've walked off the set of, like, a Die Hard they've movie. They've done nothing like. criminal yet, but them dudes, like, like that, pulled out guns, like, yeah, you're, you're probably right, he was planning on this the whole time. Yeah, definitely. Well, he leaves Ben and Riley down in the boat, and that motherfucker is going to blow because um, Flair has managed to catch light onto Ian's, like, coat, and then the flare has dropped on the floor amongst all the gunpowder whilst they were searching for the pipe. Do you remember, and do you remember where, what, where they went in the ship? They go into the smuggler's run, is it? Or like the, yeah, it's like a kind of... I, I watched it twice this week. I still don't remember where they went because I used to be on the ship. I don't think there's a... I mean, I was not on a wooden ship, let's be clear. But I don't think there's yeah. a space that's still safer from explosions than, like, one place next to it. Um, well, it's underneath. It's like old ship. Yeah, it's underneath, so it's, like, even deeper than the hold, and just, it's kind of, like, so explosions this only weird... Go up. I, I, I imagine in this, in this scenario... Like wild. Yeah, it looked like... It, like, if Decimated. you weren't gripped by... If you weren't gripped by this film by now, you definitely would be... When you see this explosion, it is like it's fucking great. I was I had the joy of a child watching that. I was like, things are heating, things are heating up. That wasn't even a model. That was they blew up a whole ship there. That was a big part of the budget. They were like, they were like, they were like, we're out in the fucking Arctic. We're gonna blow some shit up. It's gonna be fucking glorious. Um, and they get out of there pretty much unscathed. Like they look. Great, like they're they're like but there's not K- a scratch had on that them. Thumb cut still, but there wasn't anything else wrong with them. 
Yeah, that was self-inflicted, the bastard. Um, and they get the fuck out. And he's literally like, like Riley's like, what the fuck are we going to do? And he's like, uh, Ben Gates, like, well, we're going to stop them, obviously. And um, they're going to hoof it to the g- village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, there's a, a village about 17 miles that way. We'll just get there in a couple, couple of days. In, uh, in regular boots, not snowshoes or nothing. Just like, we're yeah. just going to hoof it. No supplies. Yeah, they got a couple of, they got Nikes on. Just like, it should be fucking fine. <laughs> they, um, they had the cool fucking uh, trucks. They never thought they needed actual boots or anything. <laughs> um, and they go to try and tell all of the fucking secret service intelligence people FBI, they can. Fucking, uh, Homeland Security. Homeland Security. And then finally, See, whatever, I, whatever place the declaration's at, where uh, Abigail, the, yeah, the, Abigail the, was at. The National Archive. Um, They go to see her and say, like, um, one thing that Ben Gates notices is she has a collection of um, pins that are from, uh, was it? George Washington's campaign. That was it. And he says, like, I see that you're missing one. I found one once. And at this moment, he is posing to be, like, a Dr. John Brown or something like that. And Paul Brown, that's Paul the Brown. one. And I always, I always found the idea. I know that it's an actual real thing, but I always found it a weird thing that uh, George Washington had a campaign pin because everybody wanted to vote George Washington as King of America, and he was totally <laughs> against that because they just got done with this uh, this rule with England. So he was like, "Vote on it." And I'm like, "Okay." Which the campaign was a farce, though. Everybody was voting for Washington. Everybody. Like, he wanted, like, a landslide. It was silly. That is, uh... That's amazing. I feel like... I feel like... I feel like not only from this film am I learning so much, um... Learning... I'm learning a lot from you as well, Phil. So, like... This... Yeah, this... Yeah. this well, they wanted him to be king, and he was totally against it because of the democracy. He wanted democracy, and, uh... Everybody has a vote and a, a voice. See? So, the, yeah, he, he decided on that, but... This he, Nicholas Cage like the fucking king of the Revolutionary War, though. Yeah, this the, and this Nicholas Cage journey is not a total waste of time, because I'm learning these <laughs> lovely nuggets. The thing is, I'm, like, I've had a few drinks, so I might not remember. The, I might not retain these facts until the morning. But oh, for now, a little nougat, a little nougat Yeah, exactly. Um, but when they go into Doctor Chase's office, um, they just go straight into it. They like no fucking about they're just like this is the plan right someone's gonna steal well, Bradley, kind of, Bradley kind of sits back what's this roller coaster hat because he's been through it already a few times yeah and he's like he's great because like as he gets to like certain stages of it and he's like um so like someone's gonna steal a declaration of independence because there's a map on the back and then he's like well that's where the FBI checked out and then he carries on, right. and he's like, yeah, there's going to be, like, uh, the Knights Templar and this massive treasure at the end of it. And and he's like, yeah, that's no, what... No, she uh, says, she's like, are you treasure hunters? Uh, yeah. Which don't we, we haven't brought up the fact that she's a, a German chick in charge of uh, the National Archives of uh, the American yep. U.S. She does, she does, like, it's almost like the film is winking at you with the line that she says, like... Um, I am German, uh, like, like no, I am American See, now, type know. thing. Like, I, I, 
I imagine, I imagine, like, I don't know, it almost felt like they had set up something that maybe, I don't know, if they were to do a third film, may, like, there may be something in... They would go to Germany and, become, and find Hitler's treasure. Yeah, exactly. They were up. I'm in. I'm sold. Let's, let's... Already, you got me in. Let's get right in. Come on. <laughs> hey, dear Hollywood. Yeah. an idea for you. How good would that... Benjamin Gates... Benjamin Franklin Gates goes to Germany. National treasure free, Hitler's gold. National yeah. treasure third Reich. Oh, cup Phil. There it is. Oh, there it is. It's fucking put that put that in the bank. Put that in your fucking Michon pipe and smoke it. Uh, um, oh Jesus, that that is great. Um, how good would that be? From doing this absurd podcast <laughs> to yeah, writing National it. Treasure free. Everybody knows Hitler had treasure. Yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah, it, he may have got it from ill-gotten gains, though, from um, a lot of people he who stole. didn't. He stole fucking but shit. I, I, I watch a lot of uh, a lot of military channel um, shows that are like finding Hitler's treasures. <laughs> And it's like I don't even know what the fuck they're looking for. It's just a, a show that's an hour long with commercials, and they're just like searching around for all the shit he stole. I would love if paintings hit- and, and and things. I would love if Hitler's treasure was like the treasure that the uh, that the rich family have in the film Richie Rich. That is just all of his like family heirlooms. Like <laughs> <laughs> the, the bicycle. Yeah, the bicycle and shit. yeah. It's just like it's just like stuff he has as a, had as a kid. Like the who the fuck was the John LaRoe? I think that was John yeah, yeah. The, the actor. He, he was like, what the fuck is it? Is it a tricycle? <laughs> These are the things that are most important to me. Yeah, exactly. Hitler's treasure is a um, like a hula, his, his razor. A hula hoop and a stick. You know, like it was his childhood toy running down the streets of Austria having a whale of a time. Uh, yeah. No, it's probably other childhood's toys. Yeah. yeah. Childhood's that he stole. Or it was like... Um, an easel and some paints that obviously um, Hitler was... A painter. Yeah, yeah, known, yeah, known to I be... I would yeah. say good. He was an avid painter. He wasn't bad. I mean, it's, it's hard to compliment Hitler, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's horrible. not get into this. We, we've gone into some really, really sticky territory that I feel like I should steer us straight off of into... Um, Back to America. Sheep. Abigail Chase, the lovely German-American lady, is not impressed by their, like, story. And she's like, um, yeah, you just need to fucking get out. Like, uh, but, but this this rolls right into the, the greatest line of the movie. Yeah, because... The tagline, I, the fucking, the, the meme, the, the, the trailer well, yeah, highlight. It's because Benjamin Gates reads a line from the... Declaration of Independence, which he like interprets to be a justification for him to say this killer line, which Phil will say now. Oh, I... <laughs> what's the line? I'm going to steal the Declaration oh. of Independence. Cute. I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the whole shit he was reading. Oh, about, no, no. Like, the tyrannical rule and all that. <laughs> I don't know the whole thing. Come on, you should fucking know you it. Have to do, you have to do what you think is right, even though you know is wrong. And I'm like, I don't know all of that. <laughs> you 
You call yourself... Oh, wow, you're put, really putting me on the spot. You call yourself an American Phil. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, and Riley explains inside of the, like, is it the library of um, everything, I think it's called, or something like that. Like, uh, Congress? Like, yeah, Library of Congress or li- Library of Records, and... He explains why it won't work, and uh, one thing that really took me out of the film was the terrible like CGI when it's showing like his like it's kind of doing like the bank vault and stuff like that, and the declaration. Oh, of it's it. like oh. shooting down to like the elevator and coming back out like laying flat. Yeah, it's that. just real like I don't know. So you're about like it's just like 2004 as well. So like computer graphics. Well, what, what, what bothered me more about that scene was because if you have, if if that that vault is so good and the security is so amazing, they're gonna see that you electrical taped a fucking laser pointer to your fucking uh, video camera. Like it was sticking out above his hand on the top, like as he's like with his camcorder moving it around. Like it looks like a, he taped a bomb to the top of it. <laughs> and it's like you know, oh that that got through security. That got. Nobody in the fucking, all the cameras that are watching this constantly could see the fact that this is duct taped. And, I mean, even even if it was wrapped all the way around, it would be suspicious. But it wasn't. It was just, like, six inches of tape, and it's kind of, like, folded over. It's a little fold-over tape. Like, that looks like, that's horrible. Yeah. Get your fucking makeshift gizmos out of fucking, out of here. <laughs> if we're still worried about, like, the temperature, if, if somebody comes, if he said an old lady has a cold. <laughs> It's a <laughs> shit happens to shoot it down the vault. So, and your taped up laser pointer gets through security. Fucking fuck out of here. fucking Riley. Um, well, their plan Riley. is to manage. I remember, I remember when you were not in Hangover, all three of them. Oh yeah, yeah. He was just fucking sat on a roof. Um, He's telling everybody he was in Hangover. No, you weren't. <laughs> um, their plan is to manage to get the Declaration of Independence into the preserves room, uh, preservation room, uh, which Riley has a terrible joke about, and it like. I thought, I thought, I thought that joke landed well. Yeah. What do you think the Maybe preservation? Well, because he he had no idea what that room was, so I like the fact that he just went with what he knew. I'm like, what's that room? He's like, I don't know. Probably a room full of delicious jams and jellies. <laughs> I, 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 I appreciated it because he didn't know what that room really entailed. I thought it's so just. I was like, I'm just going to say some stupid shit because I know I'm wrong. I thought he's just being snarky and shitty. Um, snarky. <laughs> well, they manage. It's the big. Like, it manages. They want to get it into the preservation room of the night of a big gala because they know that the, the security will be low. And uh, It worked out really well, too, for them. Yeah. Well, what um, was happening that night because otherwise Ian would have been able to steal it outright. And the thing, like again, this is another thing of like happenstance that it manages, like that this managed to line up perfectly for them. Just like how that guy didn't die before he could tell, like Thomas Gates or Thomas or like Gates. He was d- still unscrewing screws, and these guys are like looking in the little glass chamber and see him unscrewing screws and just shoot him. Yeah, or like... Like, he hasn't, hasn't got a chance yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it in the elevator. What made him decide that? And they're so brutish. What are they... 
it made like it made it seem really technical how Nicolas Cage was gonna get this fucker out. And then, and then Sean Bean and his crew were just like <laughs> cut a few holes and we're fucking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like splitting door frames with like essentially like a vice. Like, like yeah, that vault has wood. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's shelled in with wood. It's so easy just to bend out. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I like how like now I have now I have so much less appreciation for like the Valley Forge thing or like the fingerprint stuff. Yeah, like, the, uh, that was really elaborate, but it's fucking crazy. That's the thing. To get down to this level, you need a fingerprint, and even like Sean Bean and his men get a fingerprint. But it's like when you get down there, it's like a fucking tin shack. It's just you can push over walls and get so go wherever you, you want. Through our best Best security. Yeah, get a thumbprint and you're fine. Then it's fucking like. Well, well, they needed a. They, well, apparently, maybe it was the same wooden door that Nick Cage went to when he was trying to figure out Valley Forge or more, more, more Golf or <laughs> Golf VG or whatever the hell they were doing. Yeah. But apparently, that's like really elaborate password. That is just you can probably kick the door in like they do on cops. Just kick the door in. <laughs> If that's, if that's the only thing holding you back is this timber frame, yeah. get through it. But what? They just cut one little semicircle out of one thing, and they were into the whole place. <laughs> it's like, get it. when he manages those... Movies, though. Yeah. When he manages to get the Declaration of Independence out, though, I love the moment in the, like, gift shop when it's like... Like it's real, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's real, like squeaky bum time. Like it's real fucking like, like it's real tense because it's like, oh fuck, he's gonna get rumbled. Like, is he gonna get a declaration out? Like, is he doing like? You can see that he's doing some like kind of chicanery and some tomfoolery of like something's gonna happen. Like, is he gonna put the real one in? Yeah, and it's something about that is just like. He's always one step ahead of not just Sean Bean and his men, but the audience as well. And he manages to, like, sneak it out and get it into the back well, of the van. Well, what bothered me most about that, and that's, it's, my, it's just my personal um, opinion on shit, is the fact that I've never seen a poster wrapped with the picture out. So she was like, you're trying to steal that? And it's like, it looks like an old-ass piece of fucking animal skin or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. When all the other ones are wrapped with whiteout, or all, almost all posters in the world are. They don't want, you don't want you to scratch up the shit so they roll it that way. Yeah. And he's got this old-ass thing with no fucking, and she didn't even scan it? She just typed in $35? <laughs> So he doesn't even have a tag. Let me get you one that's got a real tag on. He's like, no, 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 I want this one. For sure, this one. <laughs> Which is crazy. And he and, and the fact that they made it seem like he was so close to $35. Like, 33 and some change. Yeah, and it's like, for someone who is so well organized... <laughs> How often does he wear this suit that he even has actual cash and change in it? But the, the, Where was he wearing it early? Does he just transfer everything from old pockets... Into a new tuxedo that he's going to a gala in. Well, the, the, no, he's not going to there with anything but a Swiss Army knife and his wits. The thing, the thing with that as well is like, it seemed like this was a part of his plan was to like get us get one from the gift shop. But like, you would have made sure like you'd done some recon and found out and how much they do sell actual size ones there. 
And, and, and yeah, yeah, because obviously it's, but it seems like it was a part of his plan to be able to, to like do the switcheroo when like when Abigail but comes it, out. Yeah, yeah, that is a part of his plan that he would have like when Thingy was there with the laser pointer or something like that. He could have gone into the gift shop and gone, oh, the 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 the, the replicas are thirty five dollars. Make sure you have thirty five dollars in cash. On the night, so there is no yeah. card. Come in there with 110 bucks, and we're gonna play a fucking shell game on the Ian. You know which one do you want? And just shuffle them around. <laughs> take it, take it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's it, it, yeah, but that's, I mean, again, you gotta suspend some disbelief. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning. So- Come on, who, who do you think I am? I'm, I'm fucking. I'm, le- I'm learning so much. I'm le- like this film is like is riddled with holes. Uh, I'm, it's, I'm kind of disappointed. One of the things with this podcast. Uh, that really upsets me is films that I've really enjoy, I, I enjoy or would have enjoyed uh, a ruin. When you really go into them, like, yeah, I'm like when when I, when I look at them underneath the microscope, it's like oh, I didn't need to see that this is this is flawed in many many ways. Oh, fuck you. Well, I mean, I, I get movie theatrics. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. You know, plot points for the sake of plot points, but have, have I mean. I would have been happy if he had eighteen dollars. Yeah, but have him have like thirty-three and counting, and I'm like, oh, does he have enough? Yeah, yeah. I'm like anticipating <laughs> it. Like, get the fuck out of here. Just say it. Like, you don't have enough. Thirty-four. He would, never, he would never have that much money. He would never like. He stopped at the gas station to get a Powerade before he went and did this. Who's got change in his pocket? I would love that. That was. I'd love that. I, that you just picked that one right. This is the deleted scene. Tuxedo from the drag leader. You don't have change in the pocket or like an old receipt or whatever. There's some shit like you don't have that. You're like, oh, I'm almost there. Let me see. Fuck, get out of here. I love at that moment if they did like a kind of like like hours earlier and it's him at a gas station buying a like Gatorade like and then that's like ah, curse you <laughs> yeah. Gatorade. Screw me. <laughs> Um, but they he pulls out thirty three dollars, a condom, <laughs> some chapstick. Like, <laughs> a a, be, a that would be more real to me than, yeah. than just him pulling out almost enough money. He pulls out a button, all sorts. Um, I, I don't think he wears a condom though. <laughs> it's raw dog in it. If I, if, if I know my Nick Cage, he don't wear no condom. <laughs> um, uh, they oh fuck um. They manage to get out of there and they nearly dupe Abigail because she catches up with them and um, he gives her the replica of the uh, Declaration of Independence and he has got the real one. But Ian and his men accost Abigail and shove her in the back of a van and Ben Gates... It It was a food truck. Yeah, yeah. What they tacos or something like that? Uh, I, Do you know how you know, you know how it was a food truck that I really sold it for me? The dude that was shooting at Riley was wearing a bandana, so you know he's in the kitchen cooking. <laughs> That's what really I was like, man. They really went in, in depth with these costumes. Yeah, he's, he's on that. He's on that John Favreau chef shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got that skull cap. Uh, that, that was a good movie, though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Um. um and then they give chase to get Abigail Chase from the bad guys. Um, it's a real fucking tense moment when she's hanging off the back of the van. Like, she's hanging off on the door. And 
bends and like out the side like I'm gonna grab her and there's a lot of gunshots that I feel were very poorly aimed yeah these fucking goons I don't know like I don't know where he's got them from whether like down at the docks or like there's like a goons directory <laughs> Eastern European dropouts yeah uh, is it his main guy the bald guy Shaw he's um I think he's a British guy weren't he? he's real real gruff like alright oh, yeah I'm gonna you bloody coming with me, Ben Gates? Like fucking all right. Obviously, doesn't swear. It's a PG. Um, but <laughs> um, they then like get away with the. It does make sense that they would all be foreign, considering this is the Declaration of Independence. And yeah. if you're American, you should have some respect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Seen Bean and his men don't care. Um, I'm not, I'm not gonna go steal the Magna Carta. You know. <laughs> Or, or I'm gonna. If there's a movie made about it, it's gonna be all Americans doing it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, they'd be the bad guys at least. Uh, they plan to test the Declaration of Independence, and Abigail Chase is fucking. She's against it. And then we get. Oh, wait, wait, wait! I, I am really curious about this. Before, before you go on. Yeah. You have a lot of like, um, like British-made movies, like, like you're. I, I watch a lot of British movies, but I don't think they're, like, they're sp- specifically British made. Because we have a lot of movies that every villain is not American. So um, do you have, like, British made movies where every villain is American? Um, no, because I don't... All the good guys are British. I don't think, like... I think, like, uh... No. I feel like that's an asshole thing. Other countries don't do that. They make their own movie, and they're like, yeah, the Amer- Americans are the villain. Other than we have a really large uh, movie population that likes to pay to go to watch movies. People don't want to offend anybody. Our thing is, like... like are we going to sell this? I think a lot of British-made movies are, like, normally, like, period films and stuff like that. So, like, not really, like, villain... Like, if they're villain-based, it's normally just another, another British... European, another European country. Yeah, or just a British... Or, or another, like, do you know what I mean? Like... It's more of right. like, a, it'll be like a class thing or something like that. So it'll be like a fucking pompous British dude as opposed to like a foreign country. I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know. Uh, and you, you don't have to answer me now. I'm just, I was just curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It always seems like a lot, of the, a lot of the movies we have, every villain is, from a, is not from the US. Yeah. So I was just wondering if you have that in the reverse. Where every villain is not from the UK. It's probably simple. Other, other, other than European, because they're always easy to blame, like Eastern European for sure, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Yeah, that is that is. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's like, man, these fucking five Americans are coming in here, and they're a bunch of dummies. There's one guy in charge, but there's a bunch of idiots. They're hillbillies or whatever, rednecks, and they're trying to come over here and shoot them up and steal our stuff. Um. I may have to get back to you on that one. Uh, <laughs> I will. I will. Um, the the main die hard, die hard with Americans as like Hans Gruber's character. Yeah, and I reckon the main bad guy will be a um, it'll be like kind of orange guy with like this horrible white like blonde hair, wispy. Wispy, yeah, wispy, <laughs> like old. Like he would have, he would have hosted a reality TV show, 
but now he's a now he's a super villain. <laughs> now he's a super villain. Um, uh, but the only play, yeah. Now in the film, uh, let's get back. Let's... But then, but you you skipped. You were, I know what you were going to. You're talking about the testing of it. You skipped over a whole bunch of shit where she didn't shut up with "Give me that, give me that." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Dude, you're kidnapped. Well, what I you're just yelling, "Give me that." <laughs> what I was gonna say is, um, the great Harvey Keitel turns up as the fucking the lead investigator for the FBI. And he is he like... He the F in FBI. Yeah, he's just... Well, he's not fucking about, I tell you that. He knows what is down. He's like, let's lock this shit down. We, in, in, like, question everybody. If they don't want to fucking tell us... I, what's... I, I, but I always felt like his, his things were a little behind the point, though. After they're in his house, and they're searching it through, and they're talking about who this guy is, and what the silence do good letters are, and all this jazz, he's like find this guy's family and friends immediate family first like that should have been the first thing you did when you found out who he was there should have been a team going there as well yeah definitely um but you, you, you really fucked up that one <laughs> he was no um winston wolf i'll tell you that um the only place though that ben and his ragtag bunch of uh treasure hunters can go is to Papa Gates's house because he has the silence do good letters which will help figure out the code that is on the back of the Declaration of Independence. And when they arrive at Papa Gates's house, no, they don't, they don't know there's a they don't know there's a code on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they yeah, know yeah, those yeah. letters are meaningful, and then just by circumstance, his dad has. A bucket of fucking lemons. <laughs> yeah. And they can fucking do this. And he's like, he at first, he's like... He, dude, I haven't seen, seen a lemon in like eight months. <laughs> and this dude has a whole bowl of fresh lemons. That's insane. That's why you haven't seen Maybe any. Different. I mean, you guys drink tea, so I get the lemon thing, but I just I don't have fucking lemons. I, 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 it's cold, perpetually cold here, so lemons are expensive. I don't have as a pile of them. I got a few lemons in the fridge. Um... Not to show I got, off. I got, I, got, I got one of them jams that has like, it's, it looks like a lemon, and it's filled with lemon juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of those things. But I don't have, I can't afford to buy fucking <laughs> a dozen fresh lemons every week. <laughs> it's like fucking, it's lemons or gas. What do you choose? <laughs> I choose gas. Oh, and they. Or, or what, do you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you say, Petro? Hey, Petro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, we could... I have to choose. I gotta get to work. So, yeah, definitely. I could have lemons, or I could have that. Well, maybe you get a car that runs on lemons, then you're fucking winning both ways. Well, that'd be the best. <laughs> Isn't that from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where they, like, ground the dude's head with a lemon? Um, I've never seen it, so uh, uh, I, would, I would not know. Yep. Oh, you should. I, I, I know that. Taylor Rickman, man. He's the really depressed robot. Yeah, I know. And Sam Rockwell, who's great. Yeah, yeah, Sam Rockwell is great. Uh, I just recently watched uh, Free Billboards. Huh? What? I just recently what? watched Free Billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I watched that on Monday. Oh, I haven't, you lucky fucker. Oh, good for, uh, yeah, really good film. Uh, uh, <laughs> but they managed to find that there is like a cipher on the back of the Declaration of Independence. And that it... Um, relates to the silence do good letters but p- 
Copper Gates does not have those letters no more. He has donated them to the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. Um, and then they get like a little kid. Do you think, do you, I, I was going to say, do you think, you saw that dude's house, right? Pretty classy. Who, uh, the dad's house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, John Voight. John Voight, Papa Gates. He had a really nice house. He had a Cadillac. You think this motherfucker's just sitting there eating a pizza in the living room? I reckon he keeps it real. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. He's got a hot daughter, so he probably no. I reckon he, he keeps it real. I, always, I felt that was kind of out of place. Like you have really fancy fucking shit everywhere, and you're just you have a pizza on the coffee table. I mean, I'm pretty reckless in my own house, but the pizza stays in the kitchen. I just go out there with a plate and bring it. I just keep going back. Yeah, I don't bring the whole pizza in. Yeah, one one thing I will. That's like a self fucking. I'm I'm tired of my life. I'm just gonna sit here and shove pizzas down my throat. And hey, back. yeah. Um, then that pizza looked untouched though as well, and it's like still warm. Um, one thing I would say about like you saying about people with nice houses is, um, how does Ben Gates have this like? It's a really cool looking like loft apartment, and doesn't actually seem to have a job. Like he doesn't well, have like a distinct. He's paid for uh, Ian paying for his shit, so he's got he's got employment. Yeah. Not only is he fronting it, he, I mean that's how they got Riley. You can't get Riley without being like, I'm gonna pay your bills while you're doing shit for me. Yeah, but obviously. So they, I, I would I would say they're employed. Yeah, but Ian would have cut them off surely by now. Well, it was like a week later, wasn't it? Not even. Yeah. Well, who knows how long it took him to walk through the tundra? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm just. I'm just saying, I reckon if, if Ian was putting them up, they would have been bunking but together. But you're not going to get booted. Not, not in the U.S. There's a, there's a squatter's law that you have to have 30 days to evict. Motherfuckers. Uh. <laughs> you, you, you can't, they can't just say, like, you need to be out today. You got 30 days, and then you need to make fucking, you need to figure it out. Oh, yeah. You're here in 30 days, then we can come in here with cops and make you leave the premises, but you have 30 days. So, if there's ever an eviction. So, yeah. I, 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 I can see him having his little posh apartment, but I still don't get old man Gates having fucking just pizza for dinner. You don't have pizza for dinner with a whole bowl of lemons. In your <laughs> like you're, you're fucking really... You like fancy shit, but sometimes you get a slum. You got, you got, everybody loves pizza. Um, <laughs> I fucking love you. I eat pizza fucking oh, for dinner. I'm, I'm like, I fucking really fancy a pizza now, right, if I'm being honest. Um... I'd have pizza with lemons on it. Oh, lemon juice pizza. <laughs> um, you, you start running out of this shit, you start cutting up lemons, put it on it. Yeah, yeah, if life gives you lemons, have pizza. Um, That's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Riley sends in a little kid to the uh, Franklin Institute to look at the silence do-good letters to find out the what the cipher means because um, what they've found on the back of the Declaration of Independence is that it kind of has this thing of like it relates to the line and then the word and then the letter and then they it's a, it's a code just it's a co- the words. and it yeah they need to figure out some words and it gets really tense and really close that like Ian is like just about to fucking figure it out for himself that something is going down and 
he goes outside and sees that Riley has gone, but manages to get a hold of the kid. Well, he, he, yeah, he's, look, he's looking for the kid, and he notices something suspicious about the kid, and then he asks the kid what's going on, and the kid's like, oh, you know, this guy's going to give me a few bucks for this, and they give me the last line. Which I love, though, is that with the immense amount of knowledge that uh, ben- Benjamin uh, Franklin Gates has, that all... Ian needed was the silence part. You know, stow, isn't it? He didn't even need. He didn't even need the Declaration of Independence. Pretty much, he needed the silence. And one kid say stow, and there he Google it, and then they're there. Yeah. He knew nothing else, but that was really easy for him. Yeah. It's like this whole trip for Ian's been super fucking easy. He just cut a few holes in the doors. Made it into the fucking National Archives. He figures out silence, goes to fucking Philly. Sees a kid fucking writing down shit, goes to the wrong spot in Philadelphia. And then sees fucking Benjamin Gates up there doing shit. was like, okay, let's kidnap him again. Yeah. An easy fucking path was laid for Ian this whole fucking movie. Yeah, that's what happens when you're just one step behind, like... You will get there eventually, but like, you're kind of not not really sure what's going on up until that point. Um, like, there's a really weird scene after this as well in an Urban Outfitters with uh, Ben Gates and Abigail. Naked together. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just it's just a very odd scene. Well, there's like, a wall there. What's that? There's a little wall between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just mean like I don't know. It's like kind of. Really out of place in this kind of like action adventure well, film. They fell in love. Oh, duh. <laughs> I think I think when they were arguing over the Declaration of Independence, where he's like, "You can go, you can go," and they got really close faced. Yeah, but she's still wearing her like gala dress. He's the tuxedo. Like, they had a kiss. It's happening. You could get it on. Yeah, so they're they're in love. Uh, she she's German and loves America so much more. Now, he loves America too, so they, they bonded. They're, they're, yeah, they're gonna. They're, she's gonna have the actual national treasure of America that is Nicholas Bloody Cage. Um, she, she, she got the fucking our, our national treasure is his fucking genome. Yeah, um, hidden somewhere. They figure out as well that at Liberty Hall um, is where the next clue is, and that. They will have to get there at 3.22. They have to get there at 3.22 because daylight savings was not invented until World War One. They have to get there at 2.22. But because of daylight savings, 322. it was already past that point. 3.22 fit. Conveniently. Another. Oh, that's, that's, that's movie fucking archetypes for you. No, it just happens. I would love what? it. I would love it. Wait, wait a year. I would love it if they're like, oh, we just got to wait a day. We just got to like hang about. It's just them free. Wait, like, we, we, we get a little drunk. I, I would like it if it was be like you have to do this on the equinox this year. This <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, fuck, we gotta wait a year. So real specific we're on, times. We're on the run. We're on the run for a whole year now. <laughs> Just hiding Not out. studying history, just like grinding it out. He's got a big ass beard now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His hair is less like uh, highlighted. Riley, are coming out. Riley's got a fucking like really horrible little like 
bum fluff mustache, yeah. like trying trying to grow a mustache, but it's just it just doesn't come through that well. Um, and then they managed to find these like glasses at Liberty Hall inside of a brick. And what's, it, what's Nick Cage call them though? I, I think like Riley calls them like weird like three D glasses or something like that. He, yeah, he says weird three D glasses, but Nick Cage like looks like some sort of ocular device. Yeah, and like fucking glasses. Just say fucking glasses. And he's some sort of ocular device. You fucking genius. You figured <laughs> it out. He's super sassy as well. When um, like I think someone says like. Oh, ben Franklin was supposed to have like invented something like this, and uh, Ben Gates' yeah, response is like, be. "Yeah, like right, oh, fuck you, arsehole." Um, oh, you mean these? Right yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, this mm. ocular device, also known as glasses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck out of here! Those are like those are those are three D transition lenses. That's all they are. <laughs> You're not fooling anybody. And with the glasses, surprise, supplies. What do they bloody find? Another clue, because that's what old man old man Gates said. Yeah, oh, it's just clues upon clues upon clues. Yeah, because old man Gates said that maybe the actual real treasure of it all was that instead of them hiding a treasure from the British, they just created all these clues and this myth of a treasure, so they would just be busy looking for something. That did not exist. Did you grow up with like with that in your life? What like the Americans have this hidden treasure we need to find? Is that like a childhood story you ever heard? Oh yeah, definitely. I remember uh, there was a time when I was about seven years old, and I was just Are you serious though. Yeah, I was wandering about in the at- attic, right? And um, oh fuck, I didn't say serious. It's serious. Yeah, I was I was wandering about in my attic, and oh. my my granddad came up and said like um said to me. Just got my dad came up and slapped yeah. his fucking head. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and then and then and then um, and then my dad told me he's like um, this crazy thing through like the Greeks and um, that there was like an ancient myth that related to like the American independence and stuff like that and um, there was a treasure. Yeah, yeah this crazy Myria, Alexandria. Crazy story. Fucking Egypt, all sorts of shit. Like you grew, you grew up with that. That's amazing. Yeah, so I grew up with not having that. Yeah, I'm putting together a team, and we're gonna we're gonna find this treasure if you're up for it, Phil. <laughs> uh, great. Well, they noticed that Ian and his men are closing in, so they split up. Has Nicholas Cage got the Declaration of Independence? Of course, he bloody hasn't. He is just a decoy. And um, Riley and Abigail go their separate way. And this brought me to you my... neglect one big thing, though, what, what? before you say that. Nicholas Cage running. It's, it's horrible. All elbows and high knees. <laughs> the guy, I don't know who taught him how to run. I'm, I'm... He hasn't figured it out yet in his life. I'm hoping it's a stunt double. It looks like it looks like the hardest run I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Every time he runs, I'm like fuck, man. It's like he really needs to. Eat. I'm exhausted. It's like he really needs to piss. Oh fuck! I gotta get there. I gotta get to the bloody toilet. It's, it's like he's just. It looks like he's just stopping heels when he's running. Like, roll the foot, bro. You can fucking push off. <laughs> 
He's just fucking high stepping and elbows out to the side. It's insane. And every movie he's ever been in is that way. He cannot run. And um, tuck your elbows. <laughs> but this brings me to like possibly my favorite character of the film is um when Abigail and Riley are at the market and Abigail hides behind the counter and you have the um the like sassy clerk at the uh like meat counter and she's like if if you if you ain't a steak you ain't supposed to be behind here and uh Abigail's like I'm just trying to hide from like my accent's fantastic. Huh? Your American accent is fantastic. Well, thank y'all, Phil. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Um, and yeah, Abigail's like, I'm just trying to get away from my like, husband. I was almost transported to a different time in my life. Just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. Hey there. You took me away. <laughs> Calgon, Calgon, take me away. And yeah, just that. Do you, do you know the lady I'm talking about? Um, I Absolutely do. I'd like. I just love her line when, like, um, he comes up to the counter and he's like a complete asshole, and she's like, mm, "I see why you left his ass." Or, yeah, yeah. That, that's one thing um, that's a trope in um, American movies is that black women don't fuck around with men that hit them. So any girl that even looks like she's fucking close, like any sort of shit, like, oh fuck him, and they can lie to you right in your face. Black American women don't mess around with that shit. They'll they'll, they'll all stand in front of you. Um, Abigail, though, eventually, whilst like running away from the goons, manages to drop the Declaration of Independence in the road. And who's there to pick you it up? One fucking job, Abigail. You have one job. You have one job. I'd fire her just for that. <laughs> Who manages to pick up that Declaration of Independence, though? Old fucking Ian, looking like a Bond villain, the bastard. Um, no, he was a Bond villain, wasn't he? From Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he bloody was. Yeah. Yeah, in, uh, yeah, the Pierce Brosnan Goldeneye, he was a fucking Bond villain. He looked like he just walked. With, I think the same haircut. Yeah, he looked like he just walked off the set. This was a good few years later as well. It's like nearly ten years later. Oh, many years later. Is this one of the only films where Sean Bean doesn't die? I know I he's got he's got like a track record of dying. Like obviously, Game that, of Thrones, that, people, he people, dead. People talk about it. Ronin, he dead. Um, that's the that's the Other extent of my movies. He dead. <laughs> um, but he's he picks up the Declaration of Independence. Ben is caught by the FBI and is given two options. Phil, what are the two options he is given by Harvey Keitel at the FBI? You go to jail. Yep, you option help number us one. get the Declaration of Independence back. You go to jail but feel really good about yourself. Right, so and if what, you were given... What's, what's, old Nick, what's old Nick Cage want, though? Well, what would what would what would you do in that given scenario, Phil? What would anybody else in the fucking world say? Like, is there a third option? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's like, um, the thing is, I feel like even if you felt good about yourself having helped, like, get the Declaration of Independence, if you are then put in prison, I imagine there's a lot of people inside of those four walls that will make you feel 
real bad about yourself real quickly. But I, I liked this scene. I also felt like that was uh, too much foreshadowing. Because Harvey Keitel's like, somebody's got to go to jail. Yeah, he loves saying that. He loves saying that. He's like, he's like, <laughs> it's like you so, could just give him. He keeps saying those words and not Benjamin Franklin Gates needs to go to jail. Somebody. Somebody. It's like if you can give me somebody. I imagine like if like Just if he went give like, me a fucking name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me someone you don't like, and I will fucking arrest them right now. Bob over at the supermarket, <laughs> fucking asshole. Always puts my shit on the table when I want plastic. He's the guy that did it. Get him in jail now. Um, and yeah, there's Joe. This kid's <laughs> sick. He's gonna be on the podcast tonight. Definitely stole the decorator independence. Get him in jail. Um, they, like, and he manages to see whilst Harvey Cartel is, like, interrogating him. He's playing with the, like, ocular devices. And he notices that there is another feature that he did not see the first time. There is, like, another lens. And he's like, oh, there's more to it. Yeah. Um, and then he gets a phone call from Ian. And they arrange to make a plan to meet. And uh, the FBI are like, we're fucking coming with you. And um, when when they have the meet-up, there is a guy with... It looks like a speedometer. But I've never seen one of those used, like, the kind of, like, jamming. He has, like, a jam... It's a, yeah, it's not at all like a satellite like you think it would be. Yeah. I, think, I think it'd be like a dish. Yeah, like it looks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow their signal away. Like this, yeah. He's pretty much wearing like binoculars and fucking ruining it. But that guy, that guy, it's amazing. He he looks like he's got you know like the, uh, like they have him in like baseball like to test the like speed of the ball, like those kind of like yeah speedometer guns like. And also, um, that fucking dude that they had had, based on through the movie how he actually acted. Had had no reason to be operating any sort of equipment. <laughs> yeah, these dudes these dudes were like so fucking dumb. Other than the fact they were like, it's like a gun. Hold the trigger, yeah. point it at him, and don't move it. And he's yeah. probably like, well, I can do it, but I do it fast. Like, no, no, keep it out. Like, don't. <laughs> 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 I'm a, I'm, I'm a two shot. Fucking idiots, and they re- and we talked about it at the beginning of the show that. They fucking pretty much make these guys the dumbest people ever right at the beginning. Oh, yeah. They're just goons. Just assholes. Um, and then fucking Ben Gates finds out that there is an option number three because he double-crosses the FBI and gets out of there by jumping in the water and is like... This gets crazy. Like this, this scene is fucking crazy. Like just so and much the going on. That shows up, and another helicopter shows up. And was like, you need to get out of here. I'm like, where was that other helicopter at? Yeah, and then he ju- he jumps just into- in flight all day, waiting for people to fly too close, and they can roll up and be like, get out of here. It just gets crazy because he jumps into the water. There's a diver waiting for him. He zips him off, and the next thing you know, he's in fucking New Jersey. Like he's in like fucking. How were they sure that fucking he wouldn't land right on that dude if he jumped off the fucking carrier? I have no idea. I gotta land right on that dude's neck and broke it. 
feet first right into his fucking neck hole and just broke his fucking body. Skadoosh. There's no clue about that. Yeah, yeah. And how do they know that none of those dudes would jump after him? Well, granted, they don't have sweet, like, underwater jet gear, but... And then they're diving into the dirty-ass fucking dysentery, yeah, the, fucking tetanus uh, fucking lake. Was it the Hudson River, Park isn't River? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bay. Um, Disgusting. And then they meet at Wall Street and Broadway, like, when he's, like, picked up by Sean Bean's goons and, um... <coughs> Abigail Chase is already there, so is Riley, and they're, like, they think they've got the upper hand. They're, like, don't worry, we've made a deal with, um... With Sean Bean. He's Ian. Yeah, he's gonna give you the, like... He's going to give you the Declaration of Independence and the... And Nick Cage is super confident at that point, too. Yeah, It yeah. really bothered me. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get the pipe. Ian. I'm going to get the pipe if you back. you some shit now, the FBI will be here right away. I'm like, you just got filled on, on this scenario like two seconds ago and you're already being cocky about it? Slow down, guy. But then, they, like, Ian uses a great analogy. He's like, sometimes when you bluff in poker... You've got to have, like, a good hand. you gotta, you got you gotta to gotta have all the cards. That's it. Yeah, yeah. F- I fucked up that analogy. Sorry. It's fine. I got, I got you back. <laughs> got you Thank you. At least one of us knows what the fuck is going on. Um, well, I've seen it a bunch of times. This is about my, this is about my country, my heritage. <laughs> this is where um, they show kids in first grade. And then... You like America, but you're like this. By having all the cards, he has the most important card to Ben Gates. He has the King of Gates, Papa Gates, in the back of an SUV. I'd say let him go. That dude doubted me his whole life. Yeah. Um, See ya, John Lloyd. Have fun. Have fun <laughs> in the future. Um, then they find out that the glasses reveal, like, beneath, uh, is it Paddington, uh, per Parkington Lane. Parkington uh, Lane. Inside of the church, and then they find out that conveniently they knew to, knew somebody that's last name was related to streets. Yeah, everything, ev- everything has kind of Just been able lot. to have a hey, double meaning. You know what I knew we knew Parkinson Lane instead of like John Lane. It'd be cool if he had a first name that's not a first name and a last name that sounds a lot like a road or an avenue or <laughs> a street or a boulevard or or something. Parkington Lane, and then they, f- they 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 find his tomb, and behind it there is a creepy ass tunnel that takes them down into. I never understood that because they said beneath Parkington Lane. Nobody said through Parkington Lane. So why would they just immediately start like hitting the ones below it? It's true. I don't think there was any tombs below it. It was. It was. It was. Was there a tomb below? It was a tomb that was like fucking or like chest level. They were all stacked up. There's got to be one below it. What? But I would never think I'm going to crawl into this motherfucker. Well, I think into this dark. I think Ben Ben Gates would have maybe like gone for the one below, but he's not really given a choice because um, Ian's goons just without without even any signal just smash into Parkington Lanes. Like tomb, pull him out Which as a skeleton. Also because on a movie based on clues, we've just figured out Parkington Lane. 
there can be a clue on this whole fucking little cover, and they just smash into it. Yeah. Like, the next clue could have been right fucking there. Now we got a puzzle piece of this bitch back together. Who's going to do it? You fuckers? <laughs> you illiterate shits? I'm going to fucking have to do it, so fuck you. Well, once they get down, they get into this kind of, like, mental... Well, before they get down to what is underneath the tomb, there is a very weird, like, kiss scene... Like, just all of a sudden, even though they are at gunpoint... Jabba in the cage, it was so odd. Yeah, it was, it was very weird that uh, Justin Barfer... Just like Grandpa. Justin Barfer and one of the, like, goons just, like, have a loving embrace and just kiss. I just didn't see that coming um, if this at all. Doesn't, if this doesn't work out, you no. know you got this ass. <laughs> no, obviously the kiss is between... Um, Ben Gates and Abigail Lane, but it's just, it's not the type of thing you would do if you were being, like, frog-marched. It was really unprovoked. I mean, nowadays, like, with the Weinstein scandal and shit like that, I'm like, you can't do that shit. Yeah, you... You can't just, like, kiss a woman. Well, he doesn't even know, he doesn't even know much, like, haven't even had a date. Spontaneous kiss. And she's a, and she's a Yerman. We don't know much about those people. crazy goings on Um, but they get down to this kind of like Tomb Raider-esque rickety staircase that just leads down into into the nothing there's genuinely a bottomless pit um, which very quickly one of Ian's goons manages to fall through the I always found that really bothersome because not that he fell through the fact that there's a staircase that goes down, you know, a certain ways, but why would it be bottomless? Why would people keep digging that big-ass hole if they didn't have to? Yeah, it, it definitely looks... What's the sense of digging deeper after that final level? It, there's, I, you, don't, you definitely... <laughs> no, that's a lot of fucking work. You definitely don't hear a fud, do you? You don't hear his body hit the floor. So it, it definitely was a bottomless pit. And then, I mean, and, 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 I mean I'll, I'll, use, uh, I'll use a little UK slang, or uh, actual, I mean, I'll use uh, meters and shit, but that bitch had to have been, like, fuck, at least 10 meters. Definitely. Why? Yeah. Diameter. It was, it was, yeah. So if they dug deeper than the final you needed to go, that's a lot of fucking work. Yeah, definitely. A ton of work. I reckon they put a bottomless pit in, like, just in the film, because what they probably would have done in real life is maybe just, like, some spikes, and you couldn't really show, like, a man being impaled. For PG. Yeah, 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 yeah. For, like, essentially a family film. Um, But once he falls down, shit just goes mental, because everyone is just, like, kind of scrambling about. Everyone's falling all over the place. Um... John Boyce the only one that has sense. Yeah, he's sort of get- they're not getting on that two hundred year old termite infested <laughs> fucking thing. They're like, no, you are. He's like, ah, God damn you! Stop, fuck. But yeah, um, curse you, world. Ben Gates is like given like the like the ultimatum of like he's got the Declaration of Independence could fall into bottomless pit, but he could also let go of. Abigail and she could die, but he manages to swing her off onto a platform, catch the Declaration of Independence, and jump down to her. 
and, and she said she would do the same. And like, yeah. Because they care more about America and <laughs> history than they do about human life. Um, and then they hit a dead end, and um, everyone looks real sad. They're like, "Oh fuck, we've there's nothing, nothing. That's it." And uh, very quickly, Ian believes that. Well, he he doesn't believe it's a dead end, and then he's always he the first one of the first or one of the second or third lines he said in the movie was he'd always tell when he's lying, like yeah, you were never he's like, I'm never he's like, I'm never good at bluffing, so he's like okay, then well then tell me, I hold you hostage down here, you will die in this pit of misery unless you tell me everything. But and, then, and old man, old man Gates has always been about the status quo. Yeah, remember the status quo, son. And then old man Gates comes in with possibly the best lie, saying that the next clue. I feel like, I feel like he delivered that with oomph. inflection, dude. He had it. Yeah, he says that the next clue is in Boston, and it's to do with a lantern, and that they need to go to. Um, he no, yeah, he said he said the lantern. Um, Old Young Gates said it's Boston. And there Ian is off. He's left them stranded in the bottom of this toomy pit. And Riley's crying. Yeah, he's Riley's bitch. Um He's like, I just want to get out of here. I don't care about treasure. And they miraculously find a button that leads them into what they think is the treasure room, but it is empty and they are still trapped and it's then it's in disarray their ship knocked over like it's been ransacked yeah and they they like Papa Gates gives an impassioned speech about like how Ben has managed to get this far and like the treasure he is... was real it's just not here but I believe you now like you, you solved it yeah and they kind of have like a um almost like an, an, an assembled speech. Almost like, another Grandpa Grandpa Young Gates. <laughs> we will... We almost have that. We, it's like, we will band together and we will search further for that treasure. Don't worry. This is just the beginning of the adventure. And then they find in the wall, miraculously, that there is a space for the pipe and it's like a weird button, boom, they press could, it in. Could it be that easy? The mirror sharp part. Charlotte holds the secret to the treasure. Holy um, shit, my blonde. Callback. Exactly. Bringing it all back round to the beginning. And it just shows Charlotte that... Hold, Charlotte literally hold, held the key. They didn't have to do any of that shit. They just literally had to go to that church in the first place. Beginning to end. Done. And then they find the treasure. Everybody is happy. Papa Gates is real happy. Riley is really happy and is crying because he sees once Ben lights um, a load of... Escape shaft. Yeah, and Ben <laughs> lights a load of, like, gunpowder that looks like... Why would you... I would never just, like, drop flames into old-ass, like, gunpowder like that. No, like, I, I, I thought... I thought for a second... What is it connected to? Yeah. You could do a bomb at the end, like... That's the rule. If you know that you're allowed to be here, never light that. Yeah, yeah. But if you're foreign and not supposed to be here, you're probably going to light it and you're going to get blown up. Yeah, like... I feel like like that was a booby trap and he just, like... 
Maybe maybe the Masons thought everybody was they were way too smart. But as soon as he lived it, I'm like, that's bullshit. <laughs> I, I feel like that would be like, I would have, instead of a, that, I would have a fuse and a stick of dynamite and be like, yeah, want to see what's more in here? Like this, like this really big candle. <laughs> Boom. I'll show you what else is in here. <laughs> Bunch of things. Just light the candle first. Big ass sign that says light the fucking candle. And it'll be fine. You'll see everything you want. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll be able to you'll be able to see in the future you'll see in the past it'll be insane you'll see them all light simultaneously uh, right like I feel like there should have been a hint that was like <laughs> light the like, the, the gunpowder yeah not he was totally okay with lighting it and it it blew up into this huge warehouse of just like priceless artifacts yeah it was essentially the warehouse at the end of uh, Indiana Jones except for everything wasn't in boxes it was like it was all out on display they had like the um the scrolls from the uh library of alexandria and like just all types of stuff um and then they make their way on out of the uh treasure room back through the church and ben gates has a little sit down with hivy cartel who is again obsessed with Sending someone to prison. Um, he's like, he's got a mission. Somebody's got to go. To Someone's go. Um, and like, he's like, what do you want to happen now? And he's like, well, I want Abigail Chase to have nothing to do with this. I want me and Riley to be like, well, the Gates family and Riley. Well, he, well I mean, Nick Cage was trying to gain some. Uh, some some points about the old lady there is like, I want Abigail Chase. I don't even want this to be a blemish on her record. Yeah, yeah, and like he wants and this. Then she's like, oh my god, Jesus Christ, I will fucking suck your dick. <laughs> and he wants this to be like a kind of good mark on the Gates family name because up until this point, it has kind of it's been, been muddied. Blemished. Yeah, it's been ruined. But why? But why? When he said, I mean, I know it was more him, his family, and Riley. But I'm pretty sure she played a key part in that too. So he's like, "I want credit to go to the Gates family and Riley." He was like, "Why not Abigail?" Well, I, f- too. I think because if she said, if it went, to- oh, then she was a part of the whole thing and it was stolen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then right, she, yeah, right. she like that she- makes sense then. Um, and then and she's Yerman, so they'd be like, ah, definitely. She's trying to get she fucking she sold America. Right? <laughs> um. Gates gives them the address to where Ian is going to be. And there's kind of... It almost looks like it was, like, shot just very quickly after the fact. Like, let's just throw the scene in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, boom, boom, boom. Let's, put, let's put the smallest picket fence in front of this door and make them cut through the lock. Like, they couldn't just climb over it. Yeah, let's... It was, like, a waist-high fence. And they had to, like, cut the lock <laughs> and make their way through. And then there's, like, guys, like, looking back and forth, like, I got you covered. And this dude's picking the lock. It was, so, it was such bullshit. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, I've the never... the worst ending. I've never for, been to... For Sean B. I've never been to Boston, but it looked like kind of, like, Victorian England, where they were as well. It <laughs> probably was. Yeah, yeah. It looked, like, it looked like Sean Bean maybe had moved on. Like, oh, shit, we've got to do, like, a pickup shot. Like, they showed up at his house, like, we need to take a new... Uh, we need, like, 
refilm something. He's like, well, let's do it here. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. We'll just pick up a scene in London. This it's is fun. my own house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a master <laughs> log inside that I'm not using. I'll put a chain outside. Just, you know, pick, take, take a few shots of somebody cutting it. But literally, they could have just stepped over that fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody, if they made it into the fucking archives with such ease, it took them two steps to get to picking somebody's door. Yeah. A church door. Yeah. A random church door. And yeah. That's insane. Hit me. <laughs> and Ben and Abigail are happy. Riley has a Ferrari that he doesn't seem to be able to drive, even though we have seen earlier on in the film that he's pretty shit hot at driving like he was driving a van like cutting well, bobby cutting uh, ferraris aren't manuals are aren't are, are automatic so he doesn't know how to drive a stick oh okay okay oh you did come on petros i i can't drive is this you don't drive no 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 i've, ne- I've never needed to are you serious yeah 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 that's fucking insane. <laughs> I work on cars all day. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. That's that's. I didn't know that. That's, that's you're you're blowing my fucking mind right now. Sorry, I mate. I was driving. I was like eleven. Yeah, no. I just. I, I just. I can drive. A, I can drive a stick shift. I can drive a manual. I mean, no, not. I'm not driving a bag, but I can drive like fucking all three of the tree, all sorts of shit. You don't. You've never driven. No. I've never looked, I've, I've, well, while we were talking before, and I don't know if that was while we were online or not, but podcasting, but I live in a very rural area, so I have to drive miles and miles to get to places like work and like food and supermarkets and like shit like that. Yeah, I've always just lived in like, uh, like towns and like cities, so there's always been like public transport and stuff like that. But you never even like had the urge to learn or just like. I, 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 want, I, I kind of want to learn now, but I, yeah, like now I can't really afford to. How like, do you watch fast? How do you watch fucking Gone in sixty seconds and not have any appreciation for it? You probably like it seems like a bunch of people stealing taxis. No, for, I, for me, I, 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 I get the appeal of it. I just, I just can't do it myself. <laughs> Hi, you want? You need to come here. You need to come here and visit. <laughs> me, me and Joe will teach you how to drive for sure. Um. I'll, I'll line up. I'll line up fucking vehicles for you to drive. Thank you very much. Um, so, how like moving on, Phil? How do you think this film like scored? Do you think this is a high rating film or a low rating? Film? I honestly have never looked. And before we podcast, I was like, maybe I'll write down a few notes. Like, go to the IMDb page. I'm like, no, no, that's his thing. Like, well, his thing is to not look. So I did not look. Um, I said IMDb scale. What do you reckon? IMDb. Six, seven. Six point nine. Okay, not bad. Um, I'd say, is there a meta and a? Are you looking at Rotten Tomatoes? There is. What do you What do you look at? There is a Rotten Tomatoes. No meta. Only Rotten Tomatoes. There's no meta, so there is a Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. I would say. Six three. Forty four. Ah, I knew it was lower, but yeah. This like, I don't. Ah, man, it's I a, don't think it's a horrible movie. There's, I mean, in terms of cinema, it's not a great film. 
But it is d- it an okay movie to watch and enjoy? And and there are plot holes, but all movies have plot holes. But I mean, me and Joe talk about this a lot the, in our, on our podcast. There is a difference between a good movie and a good film. I think a good film is one that usually is regarded with like critically high acclaim. But like, but I like good movies. Is it is it fun to watch? Is the story manageable? Can you handle it? Yeah, this this is subjectively for me it's a huge difference. This is this is no Academy Award winner. This is no you know breakthrough fucking fantastic movie. But is it is it a good time for a while? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's entertaining, and like it ticks all the boxes. As I said at the beginning. If you're feeling a bit like down and hungover, just put it on. Forget about all the shit that's happening outside and get lost in this swashbuckling action adventure. Load of fun. Like, that's what it is. It's just fun. And, um, I've, yeah, I think it's great. Like, I really enjoy it. Uh, yeah, and I, like I said, I agree with you. I think it, the checkboxes that you mentioned, it's it's... It's just a fun thing. It's again, it's not winning all the awards. It doesn't need to. Is, is there a little action? Is there a little fun? Is there is there trickery? There's a and few jokes. Like it's going got, on. It's, got, it's yeah. fine. Is there is there some comedy elements? Sure. Is it the best movie ever made by far? Not even fucking close. But is it worth a few hours? Absolutely. And it like, even though critically this film did not do well by the looks of it, it did spawn a sequel. And that brings me on to uh, letting the guys at home know that when I come to do the sequel, I will not just be joined by Phil, but will hopefully be joined by Joe as well, where we will get to talk about National Treasure 2, The jo- Book jo- of jo- Secrets. Her, at home, milking his fucking tattoo. <laughs> he says his son was sick. You know... <laughs> I believe that, maybe. <laughs> I believe he's at home crying right now because he just got, like, fucking 20 hours of tattoo done in three days on his entire back. He's a beast of a man. Um, so, Phil... He is a beast of a man. If people want to uh, keep up to date with what you guys are doing, what are the best channels to do that? Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, I think those movie guys on Facebook... I think those movie guys on Twitter, one word, and are on, on Instagram. I think it's TMG Podcast. TMG underscore podcast on Twitter. I'm not sure. I don't remember that shit. Um, but we're, wherever we're, uh, it's really easy. If they, if they know you, they can find us. Yeah, they're on all the podcatchers. Like, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah. We got Stitcher, iTunes, um, fucking. I mean, pretty much all you can get. Hey, we're on. We're on. What, what, the, what do you listen to? They're on fucking Acast, guys. Yeah, I got the Acast. I, 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 Acast. Just you wanted it, we gave it to you. See, see, any other um, American podcast out there? If you're not on Acast, just do it. Just because um, I'm an arsehole and I'm on Android, and uh, it's just uh, a real fun, good app. Oh, not fun. It's just a good app. <laughs> But Android, uh, it's just not like it's got a real good interface and stuff like that. But Pet- Petros, a uh, month or shit, it's gonna be a year now. Asked us if we could be on ACAST, and boom, they did Joe it. Joe put that bitch on ACAST for you, just for you. 
Yeah, hopefully, hopefully some other people will will listen on there as maybe, well. Maybe they will, but we did it just so you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am, I, I am, I am eternally grateful. And, and what were you listening to on before, like online? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, obviously, um, it was just, it's just a bit, a bit of a pain to just be, always be like on the website no, no, and stuff I, like no, that. No, yeah, I, I totally understand it, but I was just curious how you even listened to us to begin with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just, just online. I think I was on... I mean, I mean, Joe told me about your podcast. I think it was like two, you were two or three into it. Joe's like, you got to listen to this fuck guy. It's crazy. Like, I'm in. <laughs> He's like, you, you will be sold in the first, just with the intro. And I listened to the intro. I was like, I'm fucking, I'm in. I'm 100% in on this podcast. Thank you very much. You killed it with that ukulele. <laughs> um, and, 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 and if people don't, don't know... Petro's uh, remade our own intro that we've been using for like four or five months now. It's gotta be. It's, uh, it's, and I absolutely love it, dude. It's killer. It's my pleasure. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed killer. making it. I thoroughly enjoy. Uh, yeah. Did you listen to our last podcast? Yeah, on Tuesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm yeah, there. I'm, when I said I'm watching, I'm like, fuck! I sound <laughs> just like the fucking Petro's I, version of our intro. Like when <laughs> I when I um, yeah, you're like. Maybe, when, maybe I do sound the same every single week. I'm, like, I'm watching that. I, Fuck. I, I nailed it. I pulled all them clips just from like one episode, and then yeah, like. Well, I but I, I just didn't realize that every week, like you know, Joe's like, "Hello," yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, "I'm I'm Phil." <laughs> so you know, like, come at the front. We we all do the same things every episode. So wild. I mean, to have a podcast, you just like it's recorded so many times. Yeah, and, definitely. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're on, we're on all, we're on social medias. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, um, pot, uh, whatever iTunes is now. I don't know if it's iTunes Podcast. Yeah, yeah, iTunes, yeah. Apple Podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm on that. We're on that shit. Perfect. Uh, we're we're everywhere. You can go to our website, thosemovieguys.com. Amazing. Um, play it directly from there. Like I did. And you mentioning, like, getting into habits and saying stuff every week. That reminds me to say this. I've been Petrus Patsilovus. That's been Phil. We have been caged in. You have been rad. And goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This podcast is presented by the Breadcrumbs Collective, home of the Pod Charles Cinecast, Caged In Copa Connections, A Town Limery, Maine, Franchised, and many more to come. Our shows are all presented ad-free and made possible by listeners like you. Please support our shows by subscribing, leaving ratings and reviews, and becoming patrons at patreon.com. If you'd like to learn more about Breadcrumbs, head over to breadcrumbscollective.com. Breadcrumbs. It's more than a podcast network. It's family.